The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Friday edition in the borough. Awesome day today. Awesome. I'll tell you what was awesome last week was... Eagle High School, they won two championships. <clears throat> One of their coaches, uh, Brandon Bassham, the uh, baseball coach, is joining us today. Coach, uh, has it sunk in yet, Eagleville, state champs? I think we're getting there. Uh, you know, I'm just humbled by all the calls and texts and, you know, messages we received over the last few days. So, I think as I told you earlier, you know, we, we had camps scheduled for Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday this week Our our little kids camp, we had 77 strong there. So, um, no, a little, little rest at this point, but uh, definitely starting to sink in some, yes. And what a great week it was. Well, you you got in your side of the bracket and really kind of dominated that. And, you know, when you, you don't have to overload, uh, you know, your pitching staff. I know nowadays, you know, you've got, <clears throat> you've got to keep up with the number of pitches everybody throws. But I thought one of the key – for you guys was just you really showed you had a lot of deep pitching though we did i said you know and our, our style's kind of unique you know we had some a couple of seniors you know that, that had pitched for us you know a lot over the last few years and and, and you know nathan brewer and and tanner mabry and both were kind of in in recovery mode a little bit so you know we were trying to save them to kind of until we had to have them then uh you know we had two sophomores that had a really good year on the mound and, and brayden baker and josh jeffcoat and then you know, Colton Daniel had a great year. Ben Thompson, a junior, pitched well. Um, Will Friedenwright, another senior we used mostly in relief. Uh, you know, the kind of our, our, our lefty reliever came in and did a great job. So, you know, that wasn't our concern. It was more of, you know, like just kind of when to pick your spots and when to throw, you know, when to throw who, I guess. So, uh, like I said, no doubt, you know, we, we were fortunate to stay in that winner's bracket and you know, only have to play three games coming in. And, of course, Colton threw a, a complete game on Friday, uh, I think about 80 pitches. So, really, you know, the day of the championship game, he was the only kid that we had, you know, that couldn't pitch that day was Colton Daniels. So that, that that definitely worked in our favor as well. Um, you um, I think you outscored your opponents forty to five. But I know, as you said in the article in the Post, uh, you know you're going to run up against somebody that, that's going to match you a little bit. And McKenzie was certain that, and I know you you got to tip your hat to them. They what they won three out of the losers bracket to get there, but. Um, it was still an exciting. It was an exciting title game. Uh, oh, for sure. I said, really, the the kid they threw the freshman. We didn't really have much of a scouting report on. We don't know if he didn't throw much during the year or just you know threw deep in the weekend. But 
you know, kind of everybody that we'd kind of gotten report on had thrown, as you said, and they lost on what Friday afternoon, one on Friday night, then one two on Saturday to get to the final on Sunday. So, and we were kind of expecting to see the guy that relieved on Friday, and that's not who it was. And that kid come in, and I thought for three innings did a really good job. And you know, I thought Tanner's home run did a did a lot for us, just you know, kind of get our feet back under us and and maybe switch momentum a little bit to our dugout. And, again, our our kids did what they've done all year long, and that was responded. You know, I've said several times, just may have been like a a thirty and nine kind of team, but. You know, whether we won ten to nine or one to nothing or six to five or five to three, you know that. And again, you know how that when that starts occurring, the kids just start believing. And so, you know, that's how we end up at thirty-seven and two and winning the last twenty-two. Is no matter what the score was or what inning it was, those kids thought they were going to win the game. And fortunately for us, most of the time they did. I know you mentioned last year ended in a disappointment for you guys. You come back this year and just had a sensational year. When did you feel like hey, this this team does have a chance to win? win that championship um most like probably the game i point to is we went to chattanooga uh to end spring break uh that weekend and so we're on game six of the week uh we're on game four of the weekend and i'd made i'd made my mind up you know we're gonna play some of those guys i've talked about that are like 10 through 14 that probably and no doubt in my mind would have started on a lot of class a teams uh, you know, but just with our depth, you know, just wasn't everyday guys for us. And, and I played them in that game, and we played Sardis, Alabama, which I think ended up winning like 21, 23 games in, in, in 5A in Alabama. And they're really, really good. I mean, they're a good team. And so, you know, not that we're trying to throw the game at all, but I'm just trying to, you know, get some guys in, get them reps, and also, you know, get those few of those starters rested and ready for Monday when we go back to district play. And, you know, it was a wild game, you know, I, I, back and forth. I think we get down – Five to one and tied at five. We get down like seven to five and tied at seven. Went anything like eight to seven and literally like you know Brewer comes in the seventh. I think gets a pinch hit home run. Like weird stuff started happening and that that's the day I knew I like you know there's something special going on here. You know if we can if we can find a way to focus and finish and that kind of became our theme the last month. You know was focus and finish and that that was the day when I walked off the field at, at Chattanooga Central that day on that Saturday of a spring break and really knew this chance this team had a chance to be really really special and. And it turned out to be that way. Brandon Bassham, the <clears throat> baseball coach at Eagleville High School, joined us today. The Eagles uh, winning the state championship last week. You know, it was a crazy spring playing last week um, with the weather. You know, I've been doing this a long time, and I think I only remember finishing anything on a Saturday only one time. This one stretched all that way in, into Sunday with you guys playing. How maddening was that? <laughs> uh, confusing, maddening, you know, and, and really I think we maybe, you know, I don't know what we would have done if we hadn't have been so close. I mean, it, this is what I did on Saturday. I go to the first three innings of Peabody and McKenzie, and I leave, and it's like three to one McKenzie. Um, you know, we get, to the, we get to the cage. We're going to hit for, you know, 30, 40 minutes and kind of see what happens. And so – as we start to hit, and McKenzie's got a seven to three lead, so nothing like okay, we're going to get some swings in today, and then you know we'll see you tomorrow on Sunday afternoon, and then all of a sudden Peabody scores four in the top of the seven. Of course, at that point, you know my kids are jumping up and down, they're ready to go, and of course then McKenzie scores a run, I think, in the bottom of the seventh to win at eight to seven. So the only, only thing I told them to do was like I said, just compare it to a rainout. You know, we're ready to play, ready to go. Sunday might shine here, but you know wherever we're going to play today, it, it happened to rain, or we just can't play, so we've got to put it off a day. So. Uh, you know, then we had to come back on Sunday morning and, and kind of do, kind of do the same thing. But you know, you back on it, Monty. Really, I think it works out. You know, if we played on Saturday at two, that's the same time our girls were playing in the state finals. 
and of course they end up winning and congratulations to them and their coaching staff and you know we continue with the speedy recovery for coach bang but it also helped our fans get to both games on saturday at two and sunday at one so you know was it weird was it strange yes but also think in the long run maybe worked out for us you're listening to all sports talk uh, this portion brought to you by first bank where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906 that's first bank we'll take a quick break and be right back It's a slick pig barbecue, spicy wings and Brunswick stew, everything made fresh for you at the slick pig barbecue. There's lean smoked turkey and chicken too, ribs so tender don't need to chew, well come on folks, I'm telling you, it's a slick pig barbecue. In 1920 East Main, you're gonna love the pig. The slick pig barbecue, a Murfreesboro tradition. If someone asked, what's your more, would you be surprised? Well, at First Bank, knowing your more is where we start. Whether it's seeing your kid's college graduation, seeing the world, or seeing the ocean from your patio, your more helps us see who you are. That's why First Bank offers you more time, more access to local lenders and leaders, more answers, and more products. So tell us, what's your more? First Bank. Bank local. Get more. Member FDIC. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. Hello, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Often when a man or woman finish pre-planning their funerals with me, I hear, we should have done this 10 years ago. Or, I thought about doing this years ago, but just never got around to it. Seems that we often put off the inevitable for ourselves. As one wise pastor put it, it's never too late to do what's right. Why not mark down on your calendar to call me to talk about your funeral needs at 615-893-2422. It's never too late. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Brandon Bathham, the head baseball coach at um, Eagleville High School, join us today. They are the 2002-2022 state champions. I know Eagle finished... Um, runner-up before and you know when you think about all the tradition in a lot of different sports out in Eagleville it's hard to believe nobody won a championship yet and then you go back-to-back days pretty pretty special time out there oh special indeed you know and like I said just uh, whatever you know I said we joined T-Bus to play in like 1920 98 years I think without a state title and then to pick you know to pick up two and uh, you know, and basically in 24 hours' time, it's just, you know, it just it says so much about our kids, our community, you know, our administration, our staff, just the support and 
you know, the kind of kids we have. And just so, I mean, I, you know, I'm just, I'm still beaming today just how proud I have of our kids and how they handled themselves. And, you know, a lot of people think at 37-2, nothing went wrong during the year. And you know how that is. I mean, nothing's ever perfect, you know. Did the season go great? Absolutely. But, you know, we faced some adversity, and, and really sometimes the, I look back and it's just amazing how the kids really didn't bat an eye. They just, you know, kept going and find a way to fight through it. And again, just, you know, so much to be proud of from both of our teams. I'll let you talk about your seniors. I'll talk about one because I know his dad real well, Nate Brewer, uh, Mudcat. I covered him. <laughs> tell you, showing the age, I covered his dad at Smyrna and MTSU, and I hadn't seen I – mean, I got to admit, I hadn't seen him play. As soon as he got in the dugout and he's wearing number eight, I mean, his mannerisms, everything. There was no doubt who that guy, that guy was. I mean, he swings the bat the same way. Everything and of course wins Mister uh, Baseball the week of spring playing. So great way for him to go out. And I think I figured up he was like nine out of thirteen with eight RBIs. So uh, he lived up to the Mister Baseball billing. He did. And I said, "What a great senior year!" And it's funny. I think the first game Mitchell Joyce saw us play this year. He said basically the same thing you did. You know, because I, I only know Mudcat from the from the coaching profession, and then you know didn't really see him play. Don't remember him playing, but know he was a great player, and, and, and have read and heard all about it, of course. But uh, yeah, anyway, the but um, I mean I think Nate ends up like around 450 with 15 homers and 59 RBIs. You know, kind of limited his pitching a little bit just because you know, when he threw, he was sore. So again, we kind of picked our spots and sore hitting, but when a guy's hitting with those stats, you know, and, and he says, hey, I, you know, I, I want to be sure I feel good when I swing, then you do everything you can to be sure that guy feels good when, he, when he's swinging the bat. So, well, like you said, a well-deserved honor, and, and again, like you said, I, a lot of pride. I kind of hate that, that award coming out before the state tournament because that, that can put some pressure on a kid. And yeah. I said, if, you know, I, if that's the correct stat, that, that's a really darn good state tournament, that's for sure. Um, talk about some of your other seniors. Uh, well, we'll just start at the top. You know, our shortstop and our, and our leadoff hitter, Carter, Carter Rockhold, uh, I think, you know, he was over 400 on the year, I think around 430, uh, hit four homers. He just kind of set the tone, um, you know, was, just got on with, with a walk to lead off a game or maybe a leadoff double. Uh, you know, played a great short, you know, all year for us, made some big plays, some key plays. Uh, I go back to, I think, maybe the the um, the sub-state game where I think Bruce and gets the first two guys on, and you're kind of like, ah, this is going to be one of those days, and all of a sudden he gets a ground ball, and, you know, we get a 6-4-3, and, and that kind of just set the tone for that day and we're out of the inning. So, again, a great senior year by him. Our catcher, uh, senior Ryan, Ryan Winters hit second for us. I think he ended up like at 541. Uh, I mean, literally was hot from, from the, you know, to hit that. you got to be hot from the beginning of the year to the end. Did a great job defensively for us. Uh, only took a couple days off. One of those that, that day is how a new guy I mentioned. So, uh, you know, just a tone setter behind the plate and did, did great work defensively for us. Not many teams ran on us at all. If they did, if they didn't run, but maybe once or twice, you know, until he threw someone out. Um, Three-hitter was Nathan. Four-hitter, Tanner Mabry, uh, which, you know, threw great all year, kind of about, about that spring break time. Uh, you know, had a, had a little shoulder injury, had to hit a rest a little bit. Of course, and he comes back in the, in the state finals and throws four just dominant innings, which was really about his first appearance in, the, in a couple months. Um, I think he had seven homers in the cleanup spot as well. Hit over 300. So, uh, Will Friedenreich, again, senior lefty, threw about 20 innings out of the pen for us. Had a couple starts and did a really good job. And then I guess I got to mention one more. And, uh, you know, whether he's courtesy running or coming out of the pen to throw some relief, inning, relief innings or uh, whether he's playing left field that day and let somebody hit for him. Uh, you know, Keaton Bathham also did a great job for us. And I think he scored six runs in the state tournament. So, uh, he kind of sent me a text the other day that was joking like courtesy run of the year. But, you know, I talked about that. 
that's where old somebody's got to play, and, and, and that's where he played and, and took it on and did it well. So those six guys, without a doubt, set the tone for us all year and, and were tone setters. And uh, again, just just can't thank them enough, and uh, you know, and say how proud I am of those six for what they accomplished this year. Well, you, you know, and certainly that's kind of the upper echelon of your lineup that you're going to be losing. But uh, you mentioned, I mean, you got some arms coming back. Uh, you feel like you're in good shape uh, moving forward. Well, I've said this already. You know, I, I don't know how good we'll be. I don't think we'll win 37 games. We probably won't score 400 runs. You know, what you hope is that, you know, maybe by the, by the end of May, you're in the same spot you were this time. Um, you know, um, the last two, y'all. Again, Colton Daniel coming back through a ton is, will be a senior. Ben Thompson coming back, he'll be a senior. Again, I mentioned Jeff Coton Baker, who basically became our Monday and Tuesday guys in district, you know, all year. Once kind of, uh, we decided to do that with, with, with Brewer, not throw him as much. And then, you know, Tanner needed some time off. So, uh, you know, there's some guys in there that I think will be – and we got some younger guys, too, that really – I mean, there's freshmen that could have thrown, but really this team, this did, we just didn't need them to throw. didn't have to have them to throw. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think arm-wise we'll be fine. Uh, you know, five of the nine hitters in the lineup will be back. And there's no doubt, you know, they'll probably have to, to shift to the top of the order. So that, that'll be a lot different for them with, you know, kind of setting the tone. And, uh, you, know, you know, I think what just made this team so incredible is those first four hitters were so good, and then five through nine got on base somehow. You know, a base hit, a single, a double, would still a base, and would just get it back to the top. And again, those those four were just so solid all year long. And that's what that, that's what made us so good. So, will it be a challenge in the year? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but, I, but I do think we might be better than people think next year. Do many of your guys play in summer? I know a lot of guys, kids at Eagle, will play a lot of different sports. Uh, do they move back to another sport? Do they play travel any travel ball or things like that? Oh yeah, we've got several in travel. I said, I mean, you know, I'd say a majority of our guys, you know, that 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 start or play play travel ball. I'm, you know, I'd hate to try to name them and leave some off, but I know a couple guys that don't, like Colton Daniel and uh, Brody McLemore. You know, they were, uh, you know, they're they're right back in the weight room on Tuesday morning for football. Uh, again, I don't know, you know, I, we had a little kids camp this week, and um, you know, as I mentioned, I think on Tuesday, I think like. Five of those six seniors were there at least one day this week that just graduated. Uh, you know, I think I had a dozen a dozen kids total that were right back there, you know, giving back to the community. So, you know, it, it's kind of a place that doesn't rest. You know, I, I had a freshman on the team, uh, Colt, my youngest son. He went to basketball camp Tuesday morning, you know, so we just kind of laughed and talked. And, you know, I said, son, I know you're not ready, but just, you know, just go give it your best effort. You're, you're probably not going to shoot it real well. You know, you were playing baseball two days ago. But that's just kind of who, you know, what Eagle is. It's that, that, it's that quick turnaround and, and go give it your effort and the best you got. And I know some of those guys will look forward to dead period. And I know I'm not going to touch my guys for at least June. We might come in July a little bit and, you know, have like some hit around or, you know, just some open facilities or something. But I'm definitely going to give them some time off because they've earned it. No doubt about that. Well, Coach, uh, thanks for joining us today. And, again, uh, big-time congratulations to the Eagles this year. Appreciate you thanks. being with us. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Appreciate you letting me come on today, and then thank you for what you do for local high school sports. We, we sure appreciate it. That's Brandon Bassham, the baseball coach at Eagleville High School, joining us today. We'll take a break and be right back. Hey folks, I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. Join me every 
Friday for a new episode of my podcast exclusively on WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. THB still scattered up and down. Sections of I-24, not only in Rutherford County, but especially towards Manchester. Just be careful. Pretty busy with that traffic on. 24 coming in from Davidson County. Uh, all the traffic also uh, making its way outbound 231. Hey, Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Check them out this weekend, GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. If you're not waking up to the wake-up brew, here's what you've been missing. I tip my cap to you, sir. Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you. Speaking of tipping our cat, tip our cat to her. The wake-up brew. (laughs) Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. The Middle Tennessee Athletic Department will officially celebrate the life of legendary track and field coach Dean Hayes during a ceremony tomorrow at the Dean Hayes Track and Soccer Stadium. It begins at 4.30. The celebration of life of Coach Hayes will include speakers representing his former athletes, former coaches, dignitaries, and family members. A reception will follow the celebration of life to allow those in attendance to continue sharing stories and reminisce with others whose lives Coach Hayes has touched. The 84-year-old Hayes passed away on January 7th, and throughout the history of Middle Tennessee track and field, there were two constants, Coach Hayes and a legacy of championship performances. His teams won 59 conference championships, and 52 of his student-athletes earned a total of 125 All-American honors. Hayes' athletes won six national championships. Well, many have asked about the attire. The main thing, dress comfortable. It's an outdoor event 
in June. So make sure guests are comfortable throughout the celebration and reception. The good thing is it starts at 4.30, and by that time the sun should be on the backside of the stadium, and we'll get uh, a little bit uh, of shadow. Uh, During the reception, there'll be opportunities to record memories of Coach Hayes or provide written remarks in a guest book. So hope you'll take advantage of those things. Also, the celebration of life, there will be an opportunity to take a lap around the track in Coach Hayes' memory. His experience was not just limited to the collegiate level. He also coached numerous international teams, whether sponsored by the United States Olympic Committee, USA Track and Field, or an international federation. And for those unable to attend, the Celebration of Life can be viewed via live stream on the Middle Tennessee Athletics YouTube uh, channel. Additional information can be found at the Facebook event, Dean Hayes Celebration of Life Memories. Reflections and well wishes can be sent to the family at uh, an email address, coachdeanhayes at gmail.com. We hope to see you tomorrow at Dean Hayes Stadium. Women's volleyball has announced the dates for its summer volleyball camps set to take place in July. There will be nine camp sessions offered during the summer, including two skills, two serving, two positional, one elite, and two team camps. All of that information can be found on GoBlueRaiders.com. Blue Raider men's basketball coach Nick McDevitt has announced the addition of Trey Green to the 22-23 roster. Green joins the Blue Raiders from his hometown of Baltimore, Maryland. He, uh, the six foot three, hundred ninety pound Green, averaged 23 points, seven rebounds, and two assists per game at Glenig Country School. He shot better than 75% from the free throw line, 60% from inside the arc, and 49% from three-point range, earning earning all-conference and all-state honors. He is a lefty and also played travel ball for Team Mellow. You can find out more about him also on GoBlueRaiders.com. Well, we'll finish where we started with track and field. The Blue Raiders uh, men's and women's track teams Showed up big at the NCAA East preliminaries this past weekend, and five Blue Raiders across seven events have qualified for the NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships in Eugene, Oregon. That will kick off on Wednesday, June 8th. Many of them will be at tomorrow's Celebration of Life for Coach Dean Hayes. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again on Monday. Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods, and Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamm Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. We're going to make an eagle day out of it. We appreciate um, Brandon Bassham joining us today, and now we've got Bridget Sanders, the uh, the Lady Eagles softball coach. Of the day two coming off the championship. 
they did it a day earlier so i, I guess they'll say they're the first ones but no <laughs> joke, all joking long coach thanks for joining us uh, no problem happy to be able to talk talk today uh so is uh everything kind of sunk in a little bit now I think so, finally. Um, it was an unreal week, weekend for the whole Eagleville community, for sure. And um, I think the the gravity of what those girls and our boys accomplished, you know, is finally sinking in for them. So. i tell you one thing that stood out to me in that Class A tournament was the pitching. My gosh, sir, y'all <laughs> ran up against some great pitchers that are young like yours are and you know you had the one girl had 20 strikeouts in a game i know you went up against good pitching it was i mean that that was a that was a very talented uh bracket wasn't it it sure was single uh, i've said this for years single a has some of the strongest pitching um that i've witnessed in my years of playing ball and coaching ball and it just it's a pitching duel no matter where you go but um, it happens, you know, that two of the strongest pitchers that I know of um, come straight from our district, and we just get to fight each other each year for sure, um, back and forth. Like we said, I think we played them seven times this year, and I think we ended up playing them seven times last year, um, which is Huntland. Um, and they have a great pitcher as well. And, uh, and yeah, we faced, you know, the Joe Burns pitcher was good. She's very um, – discipline and could hit her spot the dresden pitcher was also pretty good and that i think the wind that day definitely hurt us with our um hitting it with some strong winds coming in but yeah she had a different type of uh rise that we just couldn't get a hold of and it was every pitcher we hit face that week was 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 good there was no no bad pitching for sure yeah well that's you know obviously that's the key um when um you look at your your pitcher, you know, she really got hot. She was hot most all the year, obviously, but um, really battled and battled. And there was a lot of tense moments in that tournament. Uh, there, were, there were no there weren't any easy games, were there? No, definitely not. Uh, she she did step it up for sure. Her and uh, Tommy, uh, our other coach, Tommy Bain, they they made some adjustments there at the end of the season to work on some things that hadn't really been working for her the last couple of weeks. And she definitely she listened. She recept she was receptive. She's just such a coachable kid. She took those those critiques and went with them, and it it worked. <laughs> it worked for sure. So I think that has a lot to do with her um, the momentum that she picked up, but also when she realized it was working, that confidence came along with it, and that's a huge part, as we know, for these high school athletes. So. I was more on the covering on the baseball side, but I, obviously I'm keeping up. It seemed like um, with the with the dominant pitching, there were were runs were at a premium, and you, you guys seemed to take advantage of the other team's mistakes and get a timely hit here or there that proved just to be enough runs scored for you. Yes, and that and that's another. We talked about that with the girls. You know, every team that makes it to the that is is they're going to be a good team, but it comes down to don't don't be the team that causes us to lose. Don't, don't be – games are, you know, lost a lot of times, not won. So we would we preach to them to capitalize on those mistakes that they other teams would make. And, you know, they did. They they got the – we've been talking about that all season is get those – we've got to get those timely hits. We, we've left lots of runners on all season. And 
Um, we we talked to the girls about you know some we, a strikeout doesn't help us. It doesn't help you know if we um, they know they know they have a job to do and it finally clicked. I think there um, at the end of the season and postseason that we we can't leave these runners on. Um, we've got to put something in play, whether it's a long fly ball or a ground ball or a bunt. You know, we've got to do something that's going to get these runs across the board. And um, putting the ball in play is obviously the most effective way to do that, to cause another team to make a mistake. And they did that. So that helps us tremendously. You guys were in the same, you know, situation a little bit uh, last year, except you were going to have to win a couple. Were y'all, or did y'all have to win two? Or were y'all in the exact same position uh, you were? No. We got put in the loser's bracket by Summertown in the game um, earlier in the week. Um, I think that's the, uh, that's the that, that third game. We got put in the loser's bracket there by Summertown. And where it was a championship of the winner's bracket. And uh, after we, that's when we lost to Summertown. Um, and then we got had to come back the next morning, and we played Huntland, and we beat them. And then uh, – Win. Then that the then with the next team had to play. When we won that, we would have had to beat Summertown twice. Yeah, I got you. We lost to them that first round, so we yeah. were in the opposite <laughs> position that we were in this year. And that's what we told our we, we like to sometimes make it hard on ourselves, but we picked a good week not to make it hard on ourselves. This right, week. right. Um, <laughs> when you you got to that point last year, I think you know some people went, "Wow, man, they they really came on. They had had a great tournament run." Uh, and you know they're playing four or five whatever eighth graders. Uh, did that did that kind of give them confidence coming into this year? Hey, we can compete with anybody out there. I definitely think it gave us that experience factor. I think um, from what I know is Huntland and I were the only Huntland and Eagleville were the only two teams that were there last year. Um, so I mean it's a whole environment when you get to you know Starplex and McKnight. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of noise and there's so many eyes on you and for them to have kind of already got those that experience out definitely helped um and i think too another thing that the girls continually talked about was they wanted to make sure that people knew that they weren't just a one-hit wonder it wasn't a a fluke that we made it that far last year they wanted they wanted to say no no we belong here i guess that was their main move all year we belong here we belong here so and they definitely proved it this year (laughs) that they do they belong there for sure I know you. When I talked to you before the season even started, you, you chose not to play in a lot of tournaments. Right. Uh, going in, you felt like that might have hurt you some last year. Uh, I guess that kind of played out the way you wanted it to. Well, I mean, when you look at these bigger teams and you look at their number of bats that they're getting, and um, you know by the time they get to tournament, they've got 35, 40, you know, almost 30 games on the 40, almost 40 games going. And, you know, we were at 20, um, but we are a small team. We've got 16 girls and, um, you know, we have two pitchers, but, you know, Addie is our leading pitcher. And we, I, I came from a school that we played in tournaments every weekend. And that's what I've done before when we've had more pitching and it um, will give you, um, it gives you the experience of the at-bat, but it runs down your pitcher um, by putting that much pressure. And then if you get a small injury, it becomes a big injury because you're not having any rest time. So I think that we peaked <laughs> at just the right time. We talked about that all season. Is You know, there were some teams that played us and beat us, and um, 
we were hoping that that was their peak and we just hadn't made ours yet. And it's, as a team, you pick, you can't really, you don't get to pick when you're going to peak. And uh, I think we peaked, started peaking that second round of um, post play, which was that region final game. And we just started going up from there for sure. So, yeah, I mean, that was another one against Huntland. That, that was a big game to win because you get to host the sectional game. For sure. And that was something that, you know, we know who we know Huntland. We know who they are. Um, we play them so much that we go back and forth, and we know we do. Um, but having a home sub-state game, you know, where we didn't have to travel, and we get to have our crowd there, and you know, our boys were there that night too. It was just that was just an experience too. That there, we were so fortunate that they we started peaking there because I think that home sub-state game really gets you prepared and um, gets you the right momentum heading into the next week for sure well you know we've talked a lot about eagleville being a tight community um uh, you guys and, and the baseball team uh when you're playing it's kind of the thing to do isn't it it is and that we you can't you can't picture a better community than eagleville it truly is um one of a kind it's it's small, but it's so big in the way that they support each other and they care for everything. No matter what the activity is, they're going to show up for you. And um, I, it's it's a dream to work there, um, to have to have family that to have my kids there one day is going to be great. I can't. I mean, the people that showed up and that was one thing that we were secretly hoping for is that uh, Mackenzie had to in the boys' state championship game. The Mackenzie had to. Uh, make it through and they couldn't play another game that that saturday and during their state championship and that was that's what pushed the boys to sunday so we were all excited when we got that news because now you know the whole community didn't have to make a choice to which game they went to they got to go to both so um that's also it was an awesome feeling to do that and be able to uh, bring that back to such a small community for for them you um you don't have many seniors you want to talk about the ones you do have that are leaving I do. I, I want to talk about my senior Zoe Ellis. She um, she's re- recovered from her knee injury that she had uh, last year, and she's kind of been. Um, it, w- it was questionable whether she was going to get to play this season or not. Uh, right before season started, she had to have another uh, scope on her knee because it was still giving her problems, um, and they fixed the small problem that it was. So her being able to come back was. She didn't get to come back, I think, until after spring break. So she definitely. Uh, it was a, a blessing to all of us that she got to come back at all and get to play softball again. But she stepped up for sure. Um, I mean, she had a, a against the Huntland game uh, Friday night. She saved. <laughs> she grabbed a girl of a home run for sure and made one of the best catches I've ever seen in center field um, and saved three runs right there. But not. I mean, defensively and then offensively, she was through the week postseason. She. She played her heart out. She knew it was her last. She's not playing college ball, so she knew it was her last run at it no matter what, and she gave it her all for sure. And what was her name? Zoe Ellis. Zoe Ellis. She's going to be missed for sure. Yeah. A great leader. Sure is. Well, with that in mind, too, you obviously got a ton coming back, so I guess uh, I don't know the expectations are higher. I know you had um, expectations uh, last year as well, but uh, – uh, you kind of beat you. You'll be the hunted now. Yeah, they got that. We'll have that target on our back even more now. They know we belong. They'll we'll have to work harder. I think to 
maintain and prove that. But I have full confidence in these girls. They've they've stepped up. They've had I mean I've had some huge plays from some players that got moved around, and uh, we we made some infield shift right at postseason. And Abby Stokes was one that she played second base for me all all season last year, and then all season this year until um, postseason we moved her over shortstop, um, just making some different movements and. Boy, she stepped it up for sure. Uh, she's like a vacuum over there. No matter where she is, she's got it. So, I mean, and then some other movements. We had Emmeline Witt come back, um, be able to play with us starting district tournament. And her first at bat during district tournament, she uh, got it inside the park home run when she was cleared to play. So that was a, definitely a memorable moment. So we've got a lot of young girls. They're both sophomores, um, upcoming juniors. So, But I think that we've got the experience and the confidence to prove again that we'll be where we need to be again next year. So, And uh, how is Coach Bain doing? He's doing well. He was uh, able to come home from the hospital Sunday. Um, I, know it's, I know it was personally hard for him. He put so much work and effort into those girls, and I, we wouldn't be a team contending for the state tournament without him, uh, in my opinion. And uh, he's... He can coach these girls, teach these girls. He gives all this time to these girls, and it broke my heart. So I know it broke his heart to not be able to be on the field with them on Saturday for that. I mean, he has two daughters on the team, so he wasn't there with them. But we were able to go by the hospital after the game, and uh, his girls got to take the trophy to him. And we stayed outside his hotel or his, sorry, his hospital room, and we were able to wave at him. And you know. That just shows how much those girls love him. They they won a state championship and wanted to go see him right away, went straight to the hospital. They said, can we go see Coach Tommy? Can we go see Coach Tommy? And, um, but he's doing well. Uh, he's home. He's resting as much as he will rest. And, yeah. Uh, I'm sure he's ready to pick back up for sure. Well, that's so. awesome. That's good. That's good news to hear. Um, I know I asked um, Coach Bassham this. I, know, I said, I know you got guys, you know, play different sports. Uh, that's – not common at all at uh, Eagleville. Uh, what what are your girls doing in the summer? Do mo- most of them play travel? Do some of them play basketball? How does yeah. that work? Um, all of my girls, for the most part, are either a multi-sport athlete or they play travel ball in the summer and then the fall. Um, so there's no they, they work hard uh, no matter what they're saying. And mental shape, physical shape, and you know they're working on those skills in the off season, and that's something that you know i'm very fortunate to have you know these girls all play on elite travel teams or they have you know like you said evil is small enough where we they all have to play multi-sports i have a lot of volleyball i have some volleyball players some basketball players that work hard and um i appreciate those coaches for working hard with them for sure all right coach congratulations again a great year for evil 1925 a charter member of TSSAA, I believe, in the first state championship. And as I said, your team was the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Just by a couple hours, we won't get into the details. But, you know. yeah. but, hey, no matter what, it's not only is it crazy that we have a team state championship now, but we have two within, yeah. you know, a day of each other. And that's absolutely that's uh, something these kids are never going to forget for sure, but it makes it even more special that they were able to share it with uh, the baseball team as well. That's so. right. 
two nice banners for Eagleville to hang up. Well, again, <laughs> for Coach, sure. Uh, for sure. We can't wait. That's right. <laughs> well, again, Coach, we appreciate you joining us. Have a great summer. Thank you, too. Bye. All right, it's Bridget Sanders, the softball coach at Eagleville High School, joining us today. We'll take a break and be right back. It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Good afternoon. THB still scattered up and down sections of I-24, not only in Rutherford County, but especially towards Manchester. Just be careful. Pretty busy with that traffic on 24 coming in from Davidson County. Uh, all the traffic also uh, making its way outbound 231. Hey, Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Check them out this weekend, GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza Pizza. Murphy Spurl's favorite pizza is now hiring at all three locations. That's right. Join the Surf Pizza team. Just stop on in and ask for a manager. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. Parks Auction, we handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home. Parks Auctions helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Hi there, twelve and hi now, $15. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Wow, it's hard to believe that many years and no champion, then you get two in a, a back to back day period. Well, speaking of champions, NCAA baseball regionals cranking up uh, today. Of course, Tennessee is the top seed. They will be playing Alabama State, and Campbell and Georgia Tech will be in the other bracket. Um, Texas and Air Force, Dallas Baptist and Louisiana Tech out of Conference USA. Uh, Dallas Baptist and La Tech play. They're the two and three seeds. Um, Drew Benefield, former um, Seagull star, plays for um, Dallas Baptist. Uh, we've got East Carolina, Coppin State making their first appearance. Coastal Carolina out of the Sun Belt will play Virginia. Texas A&M, a number one seed, playing Oral Roberts. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette or Louisiana. They're a three seed. They'll play TCU. Florida, a number one seed. They'll play Central Michigan. Also, uh, Oklahoma and Liberty. Of course, Liberty will be joining Conference USA soon. 
we've got Stanford, Binghamton, Santa Barbara, and Texas State, also out of the Sun Belt. Maryland, a number one seed against LIU, and then you've got UConn and Wake Forest. You've got Oklahoma State, a one seed against Missouri State. You've got Grand Canyon and Arkansas. Miami of Florida and Canisius, Ole Miss and Arizona. Southern Miss out of Conference USA, a number one seed. They'll face Army. Army's always got a really good pitcher. Florida State, they're making their 44th, I think, straight up, straight appearance in um, the tournament. And they'll face UCLA. So, kind of look at some of the matchups. Um, all right, Joe Girardi fired today. With the uh, Philadelphia Phillies, their worst start in five years, 22 and 29. The Braves have gotten to 25 and 27, won a couple in a row. Um, but they're still nine and a half games out of first place. And Max Scherzer and Jacob DeBrom, DeGrom have yet to throw a pitch. That's scary. They're still winning. Brazier in Colorado. Sometimes that can be a good place to get healthy. Ball carries. Braves hit a lot of home runs. Problem is, there's never never seems to be anybody on base uh, when they do so. But um, in a odd situation, Idaho State has placed assistant men's basketball coach Devonte Neal on administrative leave and has initiated proceedings to terminate his contract. Now, this is a football coach. After the DB's coach was recently arrested and charged with um, first-degree murder in an incident that happened in Arizona back in 2017. I don't hear that every day. But anyway, all right. Looks like a great weekend on tap. Hope everybody everybody has a good one, and uh, I'll be back on Tuesday. We'll talk to you then. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Woman, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. Jennings and Ears Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.